0: There were eight arrests and overnight raids in London and Birmingham following yesterday's deadly terror attack outside the British Parliament, committed by one British-born suspect using a car and a knife. Prime Minister Theresa May told Parliament today that British security services investigated the terrorists behind the attack years ago due to concerns over his links to violent extremism.
1: He was a peripheral figure. The case is historic he was not part of the current intelligence picture. There was no prior intelligence of his intent or of the plot.
0: Police have identified the suspect as Khalid Massoud, a 52-year-old from Kent, with convictions for violence dating back to 1983. His last conviction was in 2003 for possession of a knife. A full counter-terrorism investigation is underway. Joining us is Julia Ebner, senior researcher at Quilliam, a London-based think tank that focuses on counter-extremism. Julia, a number of so-called lone wolf terrorists had drawn the attention of authorities at some point before the attacks. And some say law enforcement agencies should have more leeway to conduct surveillance and act on it, which may lead to issues with privacy, among other things. Where do you stand on that?
1: Yes, I think um, it's true that there has certainly been a trend Moving away from these coordinated attacks that we knew from al-Qaeda, and especially now that ISIS is losing ground uh, in Syria and Iraq, it has shifted its strategy towards a more uh, inspir- inspiring self-starter attacks, which are, of course, a lot harder to detect and prevent. And I think the British intelligence and security forces have done a tremendous job in preventing dozens of attacks in the last year. But, of course, it is, it is very hard to, even with surveillance measures in place and with constant monitoring of over 3,000 people in the UK um, who are at risk of staging attacks, it's very hard for them to, uh, to keep an eye on all of them. Julia, up until now, the U.K. has been spared of this kind of attack, even though they've happened on the continent. Was it just a matter of time before this ha- happened in the U.K., or does this attack tell us something new about the, the, the state of, of uh, Brit- Britain, Britain's exposure to this sort of attack? Yes, unfortunately, I think it was just a matter of time, because, um, of course, these, these kind of low-tech but high-impact, um, attacks like using a truck or using weapons such as a knife is something that that can almost not be prevented. And um, as I said, since there was uh, little, uh, although the, the man was known to the security forces, uh, the, this, the, the terrorist attacker, it was it was not possible for the security services to uh, they have to prioritize at some point. So I think um, it takes twenty to twenty five people per per individual that they have to monitor twenty four seven. So um, MI5 only has limited capacity to to monitor all the the individuals in the U.K. that are at risk of radicalization.
0: So, Julia, are there any answers, any possible avenues to stop this or curtail it?
1: I think because it is impossible for the security forces and for the intelligence forces to do it by themselves, we have to take a more civil society-led approach to this. And this means working closer with frontline workers, but also healing some of the um, profound community divisions that have arisen in the last years. And uh, in fact, some of the radicalization hotbeds for Islamist extremism are the same hotbeds that uh, have also given birth to a lot of far-right movements. So they're, in a way, far-right and Islamist extremists are feeding off each other's rhetoric and are helping each other to recruit um, new people to the, for their violent causes. Julia, we're in this era where countries are closing themselves off, even from countries that used to be allies. Is that affecting the international cooperation against this sort of terror attack? Absolutely, especially now with Brexit, I think one of the main discussion points will be how, to what extent um, the uk the UK has been a leader in counterterrorism efforts across Europe. It has its intelligence services are better, I think, than than most of uh, Europe's ca- um, counterterrorism forces or intelligence services. Um, but of course, not being at this at the same table, Automatically anymore after Brexit, not not being able to shape the debate anymore will have a big impact also uh, in this regard. So I think there is, there is, and also security, especially with security cooperation, is a lot about trust. And uh, of course, some of this trust has has gotten lost in uh, these emerging divisions on an institutional level, uh, on a European level, but on an international level, really.
0: Finally, in about 30 seconds, Julia, what do you see as the immediate repercussions of this attack?
1: I think... um what, what is most important now, because it's immediately after attacks that the narrative is shaped. What is most important now is for the United Kingdom to uh, to stay united and for Great Britain to. That's the only way Great Britain can remain great. Because what Islamist extremists or any form of terrorists are trying to achieve is widening the rifts within our societies. So I do hope that this will not happen and that in fact um, communities will stick together even closer than before and try to. Give a a response that is focused on solidarity rather than hatred.
0: Well, thank you for talking to us about this. That's Julia Ebner. She's a senior researcher at Killiam, a London based think tank.